Tuesday, February 12th, you know who's not having a good day today? No, it's not your kid that stayed at home because school was closed. It's Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. He can't be happy about the fact that Jody Wilson, Ray Bold, has resigned from uh, his cabinet. She is no longer going to be a Minister of Veteran Affairs. And this makes things look kind of fishy with uh, the SNC-Lavalin affair in the case that's been, you know, we've been talking about that broke via, I believe it was the Globe and Mail uh, last Thursday, we had Duff Conacher on yesterday, and he was. I was asking him about the fact that the Attorney General usually resigns if there's any whiff of something wrong with, you know, that they've been asked to do something that is compromising what their role is. And, uh, you know, why not resign instead of, you know, shuffling off to a new position within Trudeau's cabinet? And here's what he had to say. Why should she resign? She didn't do wrong. The person in the PMO who did this should resign. Well, she resigned. We we went we looked a little bit into this because I know that the um, Trudeau cabinet had been very happy that they said that the integrity commissioner was looking into the uh, case. Mm-hmm. They've decided he decided he's going to investigate it and move forward and start looking into it a little bit. And here's what Duff Conacher pointed out was the problem with that. But when the ethics commissioner self initiates. The Ethics Commissioner can stop that investigation without any public notice. And if he decides to ignore the facts and the law in his ruling, you cannot review that ruling, appeal to, uh, to the courts to review that ruling. He can stop it and bury it and not, not issue even a public ruling that he's buried it. Wow. So I asked him who this Ethics Commissioner is beholden to. The Ethics Commissioner was handpicked by the Trudeau cabinet through a very secretive process. Hmm where uh, they also did not consult with the opposition parties. Uh, What they did was um, a a selection committee of people completely controlled by the Trudeau cabinet came up with him as the only person they could find. They actually misled the opposition parties and the public by saying they couldn't find other qualified candidates. When, in fact, we did an access to information request and found they had more than 50 candidates that had applied, and according to that, their own government records, some of them were qualified. They obviously didn't like any of those people, probably because they would have been real watchdogs. They found Mario Dion, who has a record of eight unethical actions when he was integrity commissioner. He actually violated the rights of whistleblowers in two cases when he was actually the whistleblower protection officer. I thought all those things were amazing. Now, the attorney general, by the way, is, is supposed to act independently of uh, any, any uh, political party. And so the reason why they would step down is because if they feel that they've been directed by the prime minister or by, you know, any political um, party member, then it would herald there's a problem going on. And it would, you know, sound the alarm basically to the media, you know, and other people that would investigate. So this story, it seems complicated. I just think it's being delivered in a complicated way. There's a conflict of interest here. It's it, it has a whiff that there's something wrong within the uh, the PMO's office. Mercedes Stevenson is host of the West Block on Global. And she is a political animal. She's a political political junkie, and she's around it all the time. She was on with Tasha Carradine to talk about um, the resignation of Jody Wilson-Raybould, the former attorney general that has been asked to, you know, talk about what happened. And she says, well, I can't. And, you know, it's attorney uh, 
client privilege. I'm not able to talk about that. She's retained a lawyer now after uh, resigning and is trying to figure out what she can legally say or what she can't say. But here's Mercedes when Tasha asked him, asked her rather if it was a surprise. I would say people were stunned, but not necessarily surprised because mm-hmm. there's only one of two ways it was going to go, right? Either she resigns or she speaks out and says this didn't happen. And she went the resignation process. And that's a big problem for Justin Trudeau because he was out just yesterday saying her presence in cabinet alone speaks to, you know, how well things are going and how good the relationship is. Uh, was he not talking to her? Was he not telling the truth? That's unclear. I don't think communications between uh, the minister, now former minister, and the PMO have been uh, particularly clear uh, over recent days from what I've heard from a number of sources. There was, there was not a lot of discussion back and forth. Uh, they were saying that they, they were talking, but it was very, very terse and very tense. And you can see that with the resignation and the fact that she's retained a lawyer to tell her what she can say. Because she's not saying, I'm resigning because I'm a distraction and none of this is true. She's saying, I'm resigning and I've got a lawyer to find out what I can talk about publicly. I wonder if her lawyer's going to, or you suggest that she talk to her dad, who's been tweeting on social media about uh, about the incident, you know, for the last couple of days. Um, Tasha went on to ask why this is a political problem. So they have a political problem because an allegation like that, even though we don't have proof of it, other than PMO says there was discussions and heated debate, but they insist that wasn't pressure, um, it, it has a political sticking ability because of perceptions and stereotypes about the Liberal Party. If they can disprove all of this and that it never happened, or she comes out and says, no, it's been taken away out of context, that's another story. But without that, they have a few political problems here because of what their brand is, not to mention any scandal. When you're talking about the Prime Minister's office, a massive company that's had corruption charges laid against it, and anything that appears that powerful people in politics tried to help powerful people in business, and someone who allegedly, um, you know, pushed back on that alleged pressure resisted and was punished people don't need to always understand all the ins and outs they hear that and it concerns them yesterday we mentioned this that david aiken was tweeting about all the federal funding announcements that were being made and you know the theory was is this are these time to uh just overshadow this story mm-hmm. trying to, to make it the go dog away. story and trying to make this hey you know look at all the great stuff we're doing don't worry about it look we're we're wonderful to you adore us and shower your praise upon us and you know i think that for a lot of people this story can seem really cumbersome and it that it doesn't relate to them because it, it involves you know a quebec uh company and if you're not affiliated or you don't follow what snc lavalin is all about then you might not care about it but andrew Shear. The opposition leader is all over this, and you better believe today um, her resignation, her being uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould, gave him uh, a moment uh, to, you know, take advantage of uh, of what's going on and really kind of dig his heels in here and say, hey, we've got a problem going on. Justin Trudeau's ethical lapses and his handling of this latest scandal has thrown his government into chaos. If it wasn't obvious before... Ms. Wilson-Raybould's resignation makes it crystal clear that Justin Trudeau is trying to hide the truth with regards to the SNC-Lavalin affair. Yesterday, he tried to reassure Canadians that nothing unethical took place. In fact, he said that Ms. Wilson-Raybould's presence in Cabinet should speak for itself. Well, given now how that has changed, we can only conclude otherwise. 
We respect Ms. Wilson-Raybould's decision to resign from Cabinet on principle and her decision to seek legal counsel on if she is able to speak out. I wish they'd learn their lines. Kind of want politicians to go to some acting classes. Like, if you want to be Prime mm -hmm. Minister of, you know, Justin Trudeau taught drama, uh, so maybe this isn't really, um, <laughs> this isn't going to carry any weight here. But, I mean, don't you want him to be more convincing? Like, this is a win right now for the Conservatives. Yeah. They need to, uh, you know, have a little more gravitas when delivering in an, uh, you know, a statement like that. Get a little excited. I know. I guess he doesn't want to look like he's, you know, dancing on Justin Trudeau's possible political grave. I'm sure he also does the election coming up. Look in too October. Trumpy, you know. If you get a, you know, the 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 dishonest Justin Trudeau, the lying Wilson Raybould, come up with some good nicknames. Yeah, but I think it kind of resonates with some people. <laughs> I hate does. to say it. I mean, he doesn't. Well, have it to obviously be, does. Yeah, he doesn't have to, you know, name call, but he just needs to <laughs> get a sound little excited. Like he understands the content of what he's delivering. Yeah, I heard more? myself. Here's Sheer calling at the PM. I call on Justin Trudeau in the strongest possible terms to waive any solicitor-client privilege he believes he may have in this case so that Ms. Wilson-Raybould can speak. The longer he refuses to do this, the more guilty he appears to Canadians. I also repeat my call on the five Liberal members of the Justice Committee to do the right thing tomorrow when they vote on whether or not to allow the committee to proceed with this investigation. Anthony Housefather, Randy Boisineau, Ali Isassi, Colin Frazier, and Ron McKinnon all have the power to assure that Canadians get answers in this affair. In the meantime, I've asked Mr. Trudeau to preserve all documents relating to the SNC-Lavalin affair. With his government in chaos, and cabinet change is imminent, he must take steps to protect this information from being altered or destroyed. All right, so that's where we sit right now. Just an update for you if you haven't heard, uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould resigns from the Trudeau cabinet in the wake of that SNC-Levelin uh, affair, and she is retaining counsel. Interesting point on that last clip from Andrew Scheer, the leader of the opposition and the Conservative Party, saying, hey, make sure none of this stuff gets lost or destroyed because, you know what, if you were sort of moving offices and changing things around, it would be the perfect excuse to say, oh, did we not have all the documents for an inevitable uh, investigation? Maybe uh, it must have been lost in the move. So Yeah, but somebody would have a manila envelope that they'd be willing to deliver at some point in time, no? You'd like to think so. Hopefully it's manila. It's always manila. It's always manila. <laughs> ah.